This podcast was recorded live at Life Church Lancashire. For more information on who we are and what we do, visit lifelanks.org. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Everyone good? Good to see you. This is our largest in-person gathering so far, so thank you for making that so. Many of us struggling. I think probably the only person that's really happy about this current season is the guy or the girl who invented hand sanitizer. I just imagine him rubbing his hands together right now. Hey, okay, it doesn't get any better than that. So uh, if you were ever going to laugh, that was your opportunity. (laughs) Fantastic. You don't like my jokes. You should hear Pete's attempts. But... uh, <laughs> Fantastic. My name's Jeff. I'm one of the leaders here, and it's a pleasure and a privilege to see you in the house and online. You can see me, I can't see you, or oh, that's what you think. So, uh, wonderful. So, we've, we've had a, a series called Church Is, and Dan wrapped that up so well last week. If you've not heard it, uh, I, I, I suggest you check it out on YouTube. And, uh, but today, we're talking about uh, starting a new series called Stronger. And stronger is probably not how most of us are feeling right now. You might be doing, you might be rocking on, doing really, really well, uh, physically, mentally, spiritually. But for most of us, let's be absolutely honest. You wouldn't expect no less from me. Uh, we're struggling a little bit at times, and we're finding it difficult. So I want to encourage you that even in a situation like this, even at a time like this. We can grow stronger even though we have all of these challenges. So I believe that today you can receive the strength you need. I'm going to give you a couple of very, very simple things I believe that we can do that will help us to be strong, to get stronger, and to maintain our strength at a time like this. The Bible says in Isaiah 40 verse 31, Quite a, probably quite a, a well-known scripture for many of you, perhaps not to everyone. Those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And just while we leave that up there, just think about what that is actually saying. New strength. Another translation says they will renew their strength. So the answer is, in Isaiah, clearly that if we wait on God, if we spend time with God uh, and do more listening than we do talking in His presence, listen to God, we can renew our strength. I love that image. It's a a famous and beautiful image of, of an eagle soaring. It's a majestic Sight. We don't see many of those in Lancashire, but not so far away we can, we can see them. A majestic sight, you'll have seen it on TV or on the net, I'm sure. So we will run and not grow weary. We'll walk and not faint. So I want to speak that over you, Life Church, this morning. In the room, at home, wherever you are, I'm, I'm speaking strength to you. I'm speaking encouragement to you. I'm speaking that you will not be faint, but you will renew your strength. You will receive new strength, and you will be stronger. Not a bad start, eh? We're encouraged. That's the objective. And so we will be stronger. We resolve to come through this season 
stronger, full of vision, and on course to do what God's called us to do. Now, at the beginning of the year, we launched a, a theme, and, and we used the, the, the term Equip 20, 2020. That was our vision, Equip. And we, uh, first couple of months, who can remember the good old days in January and February? The first couple of months, we uh, really talked about how we can be equipped to do what God's called us to do. And we, I used a couple of these um, toolboxes as, as illustrations uh, for us to understand that God wants to give us the tools that we need to do what He's called us to do. And my experience in life is, even though I don't understand often what God is saying at the time or doing to me or taking me through at the time, often as I look back, I see that God was getting me ready for what He'd already had ready for me to do. So God equips us to do what He's calling us to do. So this, is, this was not an accident at the beginning of the year. We used these, these toolboxes, and He gave so generously, and, and hasn't that been a blessing over these last uh, seven or eight months? And so God has equipped us, and we talked about various things which I've not got time to recap right now, but that was lucky that God gave us that. no. We were hearing from God, and God has helped us, so He strengthened us. And one of the scriptures that's really a big deal to us is in Isaiah 54, and it was a big part of why we are now in this building from where we were, but not just in a building, but the, the, the style and the influence of this church to impact our neighbors, the nation, and the nations. Isaiah 54 was a big part of that, and it talked about enlarging the place of your tent, and that was more than a building. It's much, much more than that. But one of the, the lines in that, one of, the, one of the little sort of phrases in that is, strengthen your stakes. This is a good time, again, as always, but right now, to strengthen our stakes, to get our roots down into God. In times of challenge, in times of difficulty, nobody loses faith. No. We don't lose faith. We find out whether we've really got it. It's a bit like when you go through troubles, you don't lose friends. You find out who your friends are. And it's the same with our faith. It is, it is refined. It is, it is challenged. But it is ultimately strengthened by the challenges that we go through. If we stay true to God, if we keep relying on God, we will be stronger. Absolutely make no statement of that. Now, don't beat yourself up right now. You're not feeling strong. That's not what I'm saying. I'm helping you. But I don't want you to be in condemnation this is not the church to come if you like to be in condemnation because we want to lift you. We speak grace. We speak blessing. We speak a great future in God through who He is and what He's got us for us to do. So strengthen your stakes. We are never stronger than when we are totally dependent on God. That's your strongest time. Not when things are going really, really well. I'm strong. No, because I'm feeling good may not always feel good, but if you're dependent on God, you will be strong. We are never stronger than when we are totally, utterly dependent on Him, and we throw ourselves into Him and onto Him so He can take us through. We are strong in that. So, I would just want to, uh, uh, not just, I want to talk about three things we can do, and we ought to do, 
to be strong at this time and to become stronger at this time. I've made them as simple as I can so that I can understand them and remember them and hopefully it will help you. So in the physical, in our physical life, there is essential things that we need to do. And I'm going to draw a parallel from that in our spiritual life. So we need to breathe, we need to eat, and we need to exercise. So first of all, we need to breathe. So you are breathing, okay, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Uh, when we are born, we, we uh, take our first breath. That's what we start, we start to breathe. And I actually believe that God breathes that life into us, to every person. Every person, whoever they are, God gives us the breath that we have. And when we stop breathing, we're no longer alive. So we have to remember to keep on breathing. Now, it comes natural to most of us. And I, you know, I'm not making light of, obviously, a lot of people having problems with that in, with this current uh, virus. But generally, to breathe is a natural thing to do. So we are breathing. We, when we stop breathing, we're no longer alive. A famous person said, if you, I think it was uh, Dale Moody, if you hear a report of my death, don't, don't worry about it. I'll be more alive than I ever was. So I understand that when I stop breathing, I will actually be more alive in God's presence than I've ever been. But we understand in this life, we need to breathe. And we need to breathe well to keep our strength and to go, grow stronger. And we need to understand that breath is, uh, breathing is taking in oxygen and expelling carbon dioxide. And we understand the simple thing about that. But when it comes to the spiritual life, prayer is our breath. Someone has said prayer is the breath of the soul. So we need to be in prayer to breathe. Now, we have an understanding of prayer and, and, and different levels of understanding, I guess. But I always believe God's not trying to make things complicated for us to make us difficult to understand. Prayer is certainly communication, but it's more than that. It's not just telling God what we want or asking God what we want or even praise. You know, we are telling God how much we love Him. And that, that, all of that is important, but it's not just communication. It is communion. We are communing with God when we pray. It is essential breath. Now, you have not forgotten to breathe or you wouldn't be here, but sometimes perhaps our prayer life is not as consistent as we'd like it to be. Again, not condemnation. This is encouragement to say, catch your breath. Start breathing. Let's really breathe the best that we can. Don't just think of prayer as a a means of asking God for things we need, and it absolutely is that, but it's much more than that. And when we listen, we learn. If we do all the talking, you know, here's some, you know, if we, when we pray our prayers, it's all about me and my needs. Well, let God speak. Let God speak. Let, let's have that communion with God. Don't just think of prayer like that. It's an essential way to live the Christian life. So it says in, in, in one Thessalonians 5:17, "Pray continually." In other words, don't stop breathing. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Pray continually. 
In uh, Romans 12, 12, it talks about being faithful in prayer. It puts it this way. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction. That's easy. Faithful in prayer, Romans 12. The Message Bible, paraphrase, puts it like this. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled and aflame. Be alert servants of the Master, chiefly expectant. Don't quit in hard times. Yep. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians, be inventive in hospitality, and so on. Remember to breathe. So this seven months or seven or eight months, you may have been keeping on running, running on with God and, and, and going good, or you may feel slightly that you've had to bunker down. And in a sense, we've all, our worlds have contracted, haven't they? But don't let your prayer life contract. Don't forget to breathe and run with the goodness of God. Catch your breath and keep on running after Him. If you're anxious, that's probably all of us some of the time, if not most of the time, we have our anxious cares. Now, you might be super, super Christian, and you never have these things that go through your mind. But for me, there are times when I'm anxious about people, about family, about church family, about situations. But the Bible says, don't worry about anything. It's a cracking scripture. I have this on my desk in my study at home. It says this, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. It's a reminder to me to not worry. Not, not don't worry, be happy. No, don't worry. Pray. Breathe. Communicate. Commune with your Father and let's see what He can do. Prayer is the opening of our heart to God as we would with a friend. If you've got a close friend, your, your husband, your wife perhaps, or someone who's just really dear to your family member, a really faithful friend, you don't think too much about what you say to them. You just open your heart to them. That's the relationship that God wants to ha us to have with Him, that we just are tra transparent. I mean, He knows everything anyway, so we would be crazy to try and hide something from Him. But He wants us to express from our hearts. So when we breathe... Communion with God, the, the breath is, prayer is the breath of the soul. When we do that, God hears as a friend. Matthew 7, 7, ask it will be given to you. Keep on knocking, keep on asking, you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Without prayer, we're not telling God how we feel. We're not expressing our heart our concerns, our love for Him, we need to keep the breathing going. Don't forget to breathe. When we stop breathing, we stop living. Mark eleven twenty four. I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, and you will receive it. So how's your breathing? Challenging times? Remember to breathe. You know, when we get uptight and, 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 and maybe get a little anxious and, and kind of almost hyperventilating someone, we say, breathe, breathe. I'm saying that to you right now. If you're spiritually hyperventilating, anxious, worried, concerned, breathe, breathe. Number one, breathe. Number two, I wonder what number two is. It's here. Eat. Now you're getting interested. Breathe. 
No, eat. Yeah, yeah, you're tuned into that. Yeah, I'm talking about eating. It's a while since you had your breakfast. You're kind of beginning to get interested in that. We must eat to get stronger. When someone's been sick, you have probably said to them, you need to eat to get your strength back. You'll have said that. And if we don't eat, we become less strong. Trish and I have been blessed this year with two more grandsons who are absolutely thriving, and they're only on their mother's milk. That's all they have right now. But they're thriving. They're, they're, they're really doing well. And so that's great. And as, and as new Christians, yeah, great. Milk, milk's fine. But you and I know that we need to get onto something a bit more substantial sooner rather than later to grow, to become stronger. Now, you know, obviously, uh, in this season, I've, I've had a little uh, attack of lockdown belly. And uh, so I'm wor- I want you to know that I'm, I'm uh, working, working on that. I also want you to know that if you're watching this on a camera, the camera adds at least 10 pounds. We have two cameras, so work it out for yourself. So everyone in the room just thinks, you look slim, Jeff, uh, and uh, you don't have to just humor me. So, yeah, we, we've, most of us, and again, I'm not making light. If you, you're struggling for, for food, and we'd love to help you if we can with that, we need to eat. To grow strong spiritually, you need to eat. Right now, I'm doing my very best to serve the best food I possibly can. Loads of Scripture, loads of the Word of God. What you do with that is up to you. Don't talk, eat. Eat. It's right there. The Word of God. That's where you'll go your strength from. That's where you, how you'll get stronger if you eat the Word of God. I love, this is a scripture that I've kind of rediscovered in Jeremiah 15, 16. It's a belter. It says this, Jeremiah says, When your words came, I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For I bear your name, O Lord God Almighty. Listen that. Jeremiah says, When your words came, I ate them. So he's saying, I'm hungry, God, for you. I want more of you. I'm so absolutely desperate for more of you. When your words came to me, God, I ate them. They were my heart's delight. Daily reading the Word of God and studying for the Word of God is so vital to keep us going. So vital for life and strength. Jesus said, these very words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. If you don't eat, you'll get very weak. So eat and get stronger. Eat. Jesus said, Matthew 4, 4, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The word's word of God that makes us strong. John six thirty five. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Don't starve when there's food on the table. How foolish would that be? When there's food on the table, you come to the table, you just look at it. So you've come to the table, either online or in in, in person, eat. And then don't, don't try and manage on one meal a week. Don't do that. Open the Word of God for yourself. Just little bright size. Bite-sized chunks, perhaps. 
what they say in Burnley is, don't be overfaced. It's a crazy expression now, which means don't try and eat too much. I've overfaced you, my wife would say sometimes. <laughs> what does that even mean? I, th I know, but what resemblance it, it has to English, I'm not sure. So eat. Eat. Someone has said you are what you eat. Steady. The Word of God. You won't survive without it. You won't grow without it. You will not be stronger. And finally, a lot less uh, popular this one's going to be than eating. Exercise. Exercise. Apparently, in Lancashire, gyms are still open. It's of no interest to me whatsoever. But gyms are still open. But you understand that if we don't move, we get weaker, not stronger. If we stop and not move and expect to be carried somewhere like an emperor or something, you know, if we don't, if we don't move, we get weaker. So we have to move. I, I would demonstrate the exercises I do, but there's, my time's going. Uh, but we need to exercise. We need to keep moving. Jesus said to his disciples, stay in Jerusalem for now. But then he said, Matthew 28, go. Go into all the world. And as Christians, we need to exercise. We need to do something. Again, we are limited in what we can do compared to what we used to do, perhaps, in the good old days in January and February. But we just need to be a bit more inventive and find ways to be a blessing. And this is not like an onerous thing I want to lay on you this morning. On the contrary, it's all about just living for Jesus, doing the best we can to live for Jesus. That's the exercise for which you'll go strong, and that's the exercise that will be a blessing to other people. Jesus said, go. He came into the world, Matthew 20, 28, not to serve, but to be served. Serving others pointing them to Jesus, that's what you need to do. That's the exercise we need. So we don't just, or just, we don't uh, breathe and eat, we exercise. Because if all we did was eat and didn't exercise, you too could have a body like mine if you're not careful. That could happen, right? That could happen. So we need to continue to exercise we need to do something. Do all we can. Take every opportunity. I'm going to play a couple of minutes of a song. It'll be on the screen. It's an old, really old song, about 10 years old, much older than anything we'd, we'd sing in this church. But if we could perhaps just watch this, and it talks about breathing. It talks about God's Word being the bread that we need. Let's watch the screen. Take it away, Brooke. Oh 
You may have been running here, here and there. Stop and breathe. Prayer is an essential breath of the soul. Someone has said, kneeling to pray is what gives us the strength to stand. And don't get hung up about posture in prayer, kneeling, sitting, what or standing. But the idea is there. We need to commune with God so that we can get stronger. We need to breathe. We need to eat the Word of God. Could we identify with that line, I'm desperate for you, God. I need more of you, Jesus. Because He is the source of our strength. Not from ourselves, but from Him. And then we need to exercise and to actually do something with what God's given us to do. And as we do that, remembering that God is getting us ready for what he's already got ready for us to do. We'll just see amazing things. I believe in this season, crazy time, 
I can become stronger. You can become stronger. Life Church community, we can go from strength to strength in God. If you found this podcast inspiring and helpful, then we'd love for you to get in touch via at LifeLanks on social media or our website, lifelanks.org. Life Church, impacting our neighbours, our nation and the nations with the good news about Jesus.